0: Exclusively on Paramount Plus. Get ready Vamonos. to explore like never before. Swiper knows swiping? swiping. Oh me. Swing
1: into action.
0: We need your help. Woo-hoo! Yay!
1: With a girl who put adventure
2: <laughs>
1: on the map.
2: I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we got this. Todos yeah. Juntos!
0: Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now, exclusively on Paramount Plus
1: what's up everyone welcome to popculture.com's group chat where we talk about all the reality tv news of the week that we care about and that you really need to know i'm anna rumor
2: i'm jose bastinos
0: and i'm jameson brown
1: okay guys we have a great show for you like this week we have a great show every week we have a great show this week's show is even better so we're going to head to the Dancing with the Stars ballroom to talk about the devastating elimination and whether the voting system altogether needs to be kind of overhauled. We're going to jump into 90 Day Fiance to talk about the wrap-up of The Other Way and the new season with these crazy new couples. We've got Kim Kardashian's birthday, which came with a very surprising gift. And we're going to talk about Netflix possibly cracking down on us all sharing each other's password, which means I am going to owe my parents a lot of money. So let's <laughs> d- let's dive in with this. Dancing with the Stars, really odd kind of elimination this week where it was Allie Brooke and Sailor Brinkley Cook up against each other in the bottom two, despite the fact that they were doing pretty well. And unfortunately, the judges did decide to send Sailor home. And I know, Jose, that you were crying just as much as she was.
2: Yeah, like let's re- let's revisit the end of the episode where, you know, you have two of the best dancers of the season. I mean, you know, Sailor has done so much improvement since she was, you know, bamboozled into being on the show. Uh yes, I did just say bamboozled. <laughs> um and I was I was shocked. I I was devastated. My response to this is how dare you, America. How dare you, <laughs> viewers? I I was really upset and now she and, and she was crying, I was crying. If, she was
1: crying a lot. She was like crying a lot. Hard. Like
2: weeping. They were they were trying to end the show, you know with their usual happiness <laughs> and the the band playing, but they couldn't because she was just ugh, crying and it was it was so it was just the darkness. Darkness it was hard descended to watch. upon Dancing with the Stars <laughs> and it was upsetting. But Listen,
1: know. I I'm team Kate Flannery all the way. But I did feel bad for Sailor when she was like weeping openly on live television. It was a an emotional moment and I know she's come out and and Val has come out afterwards and said that they really didn't think that they deserved to be going home and I agree with them there too.
2: Yeah, no, definitely not. The the I don't know what's going on with the voting this season. I know that voting has always been an issue. Uh, on the show but I just i really can't believe that Allie Brooke she has she has had some of the highest scores I think she's had the highest scores this season right at least in she, the last well, two, couple of two da- dances so she's do those a scores, dancer yeah, yeah do those scores just so, don't count like why was she in the bottom two that's I what my big
0: understand. question is now is like some of these like these scores don't even seem to be counting really anymore yeah
1: So what it's supposed to be is it's supposed to be a combination of the judges' scores and the America's vote. This year, they switched it up after Bobby Bones won, and everyone was really mad because he was getting consistently lower scores and just had a really big fan base out there. So they switched up the voting this season. It's a live vote, so that cuts out pretty much the whatever time zone's next to the West Coast and the West Coast, uh, unless they're just blindly guessing because they don't get to see it. And... It is really just that two hours that you can vote. So that definitely changes the voting dynamic. I can't really tell how, but I know that those two time zones are cut out and a lot of people are asking for votes on Instagram, so it might be more of a popularity contest that way. And now the judges are simply choosing which of the bottom two that they want to send home which is tough whenever you have Allie and Sailor because they're both really good. Yeah. So I would, ag- I mean, I guess I agree with the judges sending Sailor home out of that too. But the fact that they're in the bottom two, that's up to the nationwide vote. And it looks like what they did to change that vote to put safeguards in place for another kind of Bobby Bone situation is not working. And I know a lot of fans are really frustrated. I'm kind of frustrated, which is strange because it's a dancing show about celebrities, but <laughs> I am getting I'm getting kind of frustrated watching the people who are the best get sent home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 very frustrating for sure to see all of these great people. You know, they work their hardest and they seem like they're really having fun and the, you see their progress coming and like how good they're doing. And then they, you know, disappointment, you know, and maybe that's life, but I don't care. <laughs> I, that's not that's not the lesson I want to learn when I'm watching Dancing with the Stars. I just want to watch pretty people dance and be happy. So yeah. whatever. Well,
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> my ideal fix for this, and I don't know if this would work or if this would disenfranchise people from watching or how important the voting is. I'm not sure. But I think that they should really go like 75%, 25%. So 75% of who gets sent home is based on their scores, and then 25% is based on America's vote because it's fun to weigh in and stuff like that, but when people have, you know, like Donald Trump told people to vote for John Spicer. That's a huge platform. So you know that's drawing people out to vote for people who maybe don't even watch. Yeah, that's like
0: a massive fan push.
1: Huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, that I mean, that's not fair based on dancing, but I guess it all comes down to what the point of
2: Dancing with the Stars is. they just is? cut and, the
0: fan piece of it, at, like, totally, or is yeah, that too especially,
2: much? especially since it's a live vote, it's, like, you only get to, like, such a small group of people, like, nobody watches live TV anymore. Like, it's, <laughs> like, I watch it on my DVR, so I didn't get to vote for Sailor. I'm... Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah. that's
1: that's like 90% of the fun for the people who watch it and who are really diehard fans is voting. You feel like you're involved with their journey. You get to save people that you think maybe had a bad week, but they deserve to go on. So I think that's really part yeah. of the show's charm. I don't think they should lose it altogether, but they definitely need to maybe rework the ratios yeah. and then mention it once at the beginning and then be like –
2: Yeah, or maybe I don't know. Not bring it up again. (laughs) Or maybe, I don't know, America, just make better choices. You know, like, like, maybe maybe Uh, just watch the show and watch the dancing. Uh, I don't know. If it's a popularity contest, sure, whatever. But vote with your heart. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: think asking Americans to make better choices is way harder than just asking the five people in charge of Dancing with the Stars to shift the voting.
2: (laughs) You're right, you're right. Ugh. Whatever. I'm still, I'm just upset. Sailor's crying will forever be um, implanted into yeah, my that brain. Was intense. <laughs> but, you know, not to hop on the conspiracy theory about uh, Sailor and uh, Chrissy Brinkley it. and all that, but it's kind of like a perfect ending to that storyline. You know, Sailor crying heartbrokenly after being eliminated too early after all that stuff that happened with her mom and all of that, it's that's TV gold, y'all.
1: See, I thought that was very anticlimactic yeah. because it was so dramatic and then she just got bumped off like really early on. I thought she should have at least made it to the final four. Yeah,
2: but but I think that people will remember her crying. People will remember Sailor's crying. And I don't know who who knows what may come of that, you know.
1: Sailor's crying will be gone from my mind after we record this podcast.
0: <laughs> Anna, do you still think the broken arm was a conspiracy?
1: I do. I stand by that. (laughs) I I do, too. I'm with you here. (laughs) The
0: (laughs) x-rays. I mean... (laughs) X-rays, quote-unquote.
1: It just seems really convenient and i think that when things seem a little too easy in hollywood we just have to be a little bit skeptical i'm not trying to be hurting anyone's feelings or christy brinkley i'm sorry if your arm is broken but i think that we would all be healthy to take a dose of skepticism into our media viewing life Mm. just say it.
2: yeah i mean as i was watching her cry you know i will continue talking about the crying I did, the thought did pass my mind, you know, is this her A Star is Born moment? Is this when we all go toward Sailor, and I know, not Anna, Anna doesn't care about Sailor Brinkley Cook, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. But, <laughs> uh, I care
1: about her as a person, I just
2: don't. But, I don't know, I don't know, maybe, you know, We. this is not the last we'll see of Sailor Brinkley Cook, thanks to this moment, I believe it, so...
1: I'm sure we won't. She's got a ton of Instagram followers and a really famous mom. So good for her. Silver spoon, not going to go downhill after this. <laughs> Everyone on this show is going to be fine. I think that's a really big thing to focus on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, people who are not going to be fine, meanwhile, are the 90 Day Fiance people. Oh, God. Who? It's such a interesting slice of humanity. It's both really relatable and not relatable at all. Which is why when we wrapped up The Other Way, which is the spinoff of 90 Day Fiance, that the people from the U.S. go to the other country to live. Does that sound like before the 90 days? Kind of. It's different. Mm Um, <laughs> there's a bunch of spinoffs. <laughs> so that one just wrapped up this Monday and had its tell all where they kind of reboot or not reboot, gra- draw everyone together and say, what happened? Are you still together? What's going on? And then there's even more updates since then. So I'm just going to wrap up really quickly what happened to those couples. And then we can dive into the new couples yes. because the old couples are the old couples and their drama is old. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in the other way, we learned that Jihoon and Devon are good and they are uh, filming in New York at the time, but then we're going to move back to South Korea. Um, that's great. She did suffer a miscarriage recently, which is really devastating for them, but their relationship seems to be good. Um, Laura and Aladdin, shocker, shocker, they're done. They said that they were having some marital problems on the reunion, But then just the other day, she came out on Instagram and was saying that their marriage was over. But of course, it has been they've been doing nothing but talking smack on one another since the Mm -hmm. season started. Tiffany and Ronald are still married, but they are separated because she moved to the U.S. and he's still in South Africa. Uh, I understand why she moved to the U.S. because once she got pregnant and toured a South African hospital and they told her that she had to be in and out in like eight hours... I was also on board with her going back to the U.S. to have her kid. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Submit and Jenny, who are the star-crossed lovers that I didn't think I was going to be rooting for, but now kind of am. I don't know. Conflicted feelings. Submit is getting a divorce from his wife, which was the problem with him and Jenny being together. And he says that they're going to be together, and she's going to move back to India. But I don't trust him because he didn't say that he was married in the first place. So that's yeah, a big who one. Who knows. Right? That's a big one. That's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty much the biggest one that you The could biggest do. one,
0: yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: That's
1: yeah, but so I'm still rooting for him because Jenny is like a pure angel from heaven. She is so sweet and I feel so bad for her just getting repeatedly tricked or just, I don't know what he's trying to do, honestly. Uh, Paul and Karini are still together, despite the fact that they do not speak the same language and have been on 75 seasons of the show. Oh. And I want 75 more. <laughs> I I, I love them. I want Paul to run away from things more because he just runs. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And then the last one, Corey and Evelyn, they sat on the show, but they were still engaged, but she wasn't wearing her ring and had a very devious pause before she said that they were still fiancés, and then based on Instagram and all the smack they've been talking on each other, they are no longer together, which I think is healthy for everyone except their bar down in Ecuador.
2: Mm, Sad, you know? I don't know these people, but thoughts and prayers. (laughs) That's
1: yeah. why I did that quick, so we can yeah. dive into the new couples who you <laughs> have been following as much as you can follow these people. Yes. New season of 90 Day Fiancé is coming out soon. There's a ton of couples. We don't really know them yet. We've just gotten the trailer and a couple teasers. I wanted to know if any of the couples stood out to you guys.
2: Um, I mean, I uh, you know, so ever since you made me watch the trailer <laughs> so that I could have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I was very intrigued. I do like I do like the model guy that I don't I don't know anyone's name, but I it's a he's the one that is in New York, and his he's he's engaged to this. Uh, woman from Connecticut and their main drama in the trailer is that he won't sign a prenup because obviously oh. he's not a Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yes. like so he he was I was intrigued by that one also the uh, new couple that also they don't speak the same language,
0: and oh. she's like,
2: How do you feel about being here? And he's just like, Uh, I want to kiss you. That's just that like, was oh mine, my. Was the one where he
0: just says, I want <laughs> to kiss you. That's- I've lost it. I mean, this
2: is like 90 Day Fiance is the darkest comedy on television, <laughs> it really is. I, it is. I can't, I can't.
1: Okay, so the one you're talking about is Marcel and Anna. Um, he's from Turkey, and she he comes over. And I just – I don't understand how – maybe this is a failing of my own, but I don't understand how people fall in love when they clearly don't speak any of the same language because yeah. they yeah. are talking on their iPhone via a communicator and that can't lead to good conversation. Yeah, Anna, they're not in love.
2: Like, I would think that out of everyone, wow. you would be the one to be cynical about this. Like, really? I believe
1: that they're in love. I just don't think it's going to work out.
2: <laughs> I don't think they're in love. <laughs> just wow. he wants to move here, which, like, I get it.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. That is problematic. It's re- It's true. What? <laughs> we don't know him yet, so I'm not going to guess his intentions. intentions. The person who I am guessing their intentions is Michael and Juliana. She is a very young early. She was born in 1996, and I'm oh bad at math. So. Oh, is this the
0: Brazilian? I yes. was yes. Stuck
2: when they yes. said, "Like that's your birth year." I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah. <laughs> he's, so
1: so. Yeah. Prefacing, prefacing. He's an older man. He's from the U.S. and he has flown his Brazilian wife to the United States, or to be wife. Oh yeah. And like, oh, she's man. no, they're they're almost married. They'll be married in 90 days. Um, and the fact that when she was doing her visa interview, they had to seriously question her if she's a prostitute is troublesome for a, a um, relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And he's like, I'm not a pimp. I was like, (laughs) what am I watching?
1: (laughs) It's a three minute trailer. And the times that he brings up that he is not creepy makes him creepy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like, I sir, me thinks shady. thou dost
1: protest too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we've also got, I mean, there's a ton of them, but the ones that just stood out to me, we've got Robert and Annie. She's from the Dominican Republic, and he proposed to oh, her yes. eight hours after they met in person and then spends the rest of a trailer yelling at her. And that Ooh. seems like she should go back there because he sounds like a douche.
0: Yeah, it seems like they shouldn't be together after just, you know, eight hours
1: I, I agree. That's, uh, oddly enough, not even the shortest engagement in 90-day fiancé history. That's, like, conservative in these people's realm.
0: <laughs> oh, do you know, by any chance, the the fastest one? Oh,
1: gosh. Not off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's ones within hours of meeting each other. Like, just one or two. I am also very excited for Emily and Sasha. She moved to Russia to teach English. He was her personal trainer. Uh, and now they're pregnant. But oh he God. has been married yeah. twice before. And we get to meet the ex wife, and she looks just like Emily.
0: Yeah. Oh. And her hand uh-huh. was on his hand, if I remember right from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is going to
1: be dramatic. <laughs> right? I, at first, whenever they came on the screen, I go, wait, which one is which? And then I I just need to know if the third wife looked like her too because I just I don't know why I need to know that I do
2: show us the thir- <laughs> show us the third wife please show us the third wife yeah I like I did like that one too because it was like whenever she was introducing him she was like yeah um, he uh, also got two other people pregnant but we are going to get we're going to stay together. <laughs> It's like we are going to last. (laughs) And I was like, okay, girl, sure. That's that's what all these
1: people say. They these people go on camera and say the worst things ever, like (laughs) the biggest red flags in a relationship ever, and then say, I can't wait for the rest of our lives together. And everyone just watching from home is like, are you kidding me? You just said that he's got a secret wife. You don't speak the same language. And he's a gambling addict. Like that's a conflation (laughs) of
2: several couples, but
1: that's just one season. So I'm not drawing too far out of the box.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's it's very dark, but now that you made me watch the trailer, now I'm intrigued, so I'm probably going to watch it. So thank you. Oh, Anna. thank god. I hate you. <laughs> thank
1: god. Thank god. It's so good. It's so much TV. Please join me so that I can have someone to talk to. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> I feel, I mean, it's hilarious at sometimes, but then I feel so guilty when I'm like when I'm laughing. It's like the darkness is it is real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you really have to put aside your morals to watch it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's awful oh wow it's true
1: (laughs) it's true so let's take a break from our morals and this podcast for a second to hear a word from our sponsors and then when we come back we're going to talk about Kim Kardashian's big birthday surprise because she's a big girl now and dive into the Netflix controversy which has us all reaching for Hulu maybe I don't know we'll see when we get back (laughs) All right, we are back and Kim Kardashian's 39, everyone. I know that shakes your worldview as it does mine. Feelings on Kim K's 39th year on
2: this earth. You made it. Good job. (laughs) I mean, it's a birthday. What else should we say? (laughs) (laughs) I will say that one of my earliest memories of Kim is an episode of Giving Up with the Kardashians where she was just like freaking out because she was turning 30. And, you know, I feel like I'm just going to reenact that whole episode whenever I turn 30. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, like, 39 is kind of, isn't it just kind of like turning 19 is just, like, boring? You know, there's nothing, you know, Uh, she's not going to freak out about turning 39, but 40, you know, it's. 39 is
0: probably like fairly nerve-wracking because yeah. then you got one year till the big 4 Hit
2: me up when you're 40, Kim.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that every birthday is a big deal when you're a bajillionaire and can make mm. it super fun. She's already had like three parties. She had one with her friends. She had one with her mom because her mom had to go to J-Law's wedding to cook maroni. LOL. Um <laughs> And so this one was especially big, though, because Kanye gave Kim a really sweet present. I'm not, mm, you know, there's conflicting feelings about Kanye, especially in his relationship with Kim. I think we've discussed that before. But his present to her this year was pretty dope. He donated $1 million to criminal justice reform organizations because we all know Kim is super into that and has been doing a lot of advocacy work. And that's what inspired her to... Study to be a lawyer and take the bar. So I don't know. I thought that was a cool move on their part. And when you're super rich, like, what do you actually need? You should probably just donate money anyways.
2: It's yeah, seriously. Like, what's a million dollars for for the Kardashians? So it's nice that at least they're putting some of that for for good things. And I do love that side of Kim's brand and personality. Just like like her trying to become a lawyer, like saving people. Oh, part of her that brand stuff. that is so bleak. <laughs> It's true. Oh my god! But like something can be part of your brand, and it can also be a good thing. You know, like
1: uh, throw me you're, down. A you're hole. seeing
2: is you're seeing it as something bleak, and uh, maybe you should check yourself for that. You know,
1: talk I, to your therapist I, about that. <laughs> I'm just saying branding of people is bleak, not Kim Kardashian's brand is bleak.
0: I'm but. with you there, yeah. Oh, my oh God. Yeah, you know. Gosh, put a copyright campaign, signal up there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> trademark
2: Rise and Shine, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> Kylie has filed to trademark Rise oh. and Shine.
2: I know, and I said it first. You're welcome, Kylie.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, now you owe her $7.
2: <laughs> whatever. No, I said trademark, not whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know her
1: anymore. I know. Honestly, I was really shocked a second ago when I realized I don't know the difference between trademark and copyright or if there is a difference. So Oops. that's a blind spot for me.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: but people are definitely dragging her for trying to copyright that or trademark it whichever one and, <laughs> I think it's and cop-
0: yeah she's trying to copyright it copyright yeah. it okay yep.
1: i find that very funny because it it makes the joke not funny anymore no one's making rise and shine jokes anymore because once yeah, well, you not. bring it into business it's not funny anymore
2: not at all yeah, yeah. sucks the joy out of it i mean did i consider getting the rise and shine hoodie sure oh my gosh but i didn't <laughs> So well, Jose
1: texted me that he was going to buy a $60 Kylie Jenner I did not say said, I was going to buy shine. it. I
2: said oh. literally what I just said. Did I look at it? Did I buy it? I no. said
1: I said no, do not do that and he luckily Defamation. did not because that's she insane. had no
2: take in my decision.
0: <laughs> she is it was buying. considered. You owe it me was $7. considered. <laughs> oh
2: my Good,
1: God. you can buy it to you can use it to buy your next Rise and Shine piece of merch. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, oh, no, but one of the, the one of the things that I liked about talking about Kim K. and uh, surprisingly mm-hmm. Kylie is that An- Anna gave me the best opportunity to do my keeping up with the Kardashians fan of the week. So yay, uh, we get to talk about yay. that some more. Jose's um, the
1: only person watching that show anymore?
2: I just have to say, <laughs> <laughs> it's just him. Anna's watching it. Too, I dropped if it just refuses off. refuses to admit it. No, Um, I dropped
1: off. I can't anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah, so this week's episode, um, it had a bunch of stuff. It was like Psalm Psalm West's birth and uh, Kim and Kanye starting to do, I guess, the beginnings of a vow renewal ceremony. This this show is a sitcom, you guys. Um, (laughs) And A whole bunch of other stuff, but all of these huge moments for the Kardashians were B-plots to... A girl's trip where, for some reason, Chloe's friend Larsa Pippen was the star of the episode. It was very strange because before that, we had only seen her like maybe for two seconds in our lives. But you know, Larsa got her time to shine, and I have a theory about it, of course. Go for it. Oh, sorry, Jesus. Um, I believe that you know. Remember how Larsa was the one that like always talked, was always talking to the press during Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, Jordan Woods scandal. You know, TBT. Yeah, she would Um, not be quiet. Larsa was like talking to people, talking to Us Weekly, talking to everyone. It's like we all knew who Larsa Pippen was for some reason. And (laughs) I think that there was a moment, you know, House of Cards E Edition uh chris jenner just like sat her down and was like girl you have to shut up and for your silence i will give you an a plot on our sitcom i mean reality show and here you go we have it drama and turks and gay Ghosts with like two random people one of them was larsa pippen
1: see i would totally buy that if i thought that the way that chris jenner negotiated people wasn't i will end you <laughs> so i I, I mean, don't know I think I think, think Lars is just thirsty, so when they went on this trip, she just was acting up, and everyone was else was fine. <laughs> I mean, they don't do anything ever. So when someone does something, they get an a plot. you know
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true, Good you're point. right, you're right, but I remain committed to my theories, so whatever. <laughs> I That's appreciate what we do the in group theory. chat even if, even when we're wrong, as long as we say it with conviction, we're right.
1: that's how i've lived my entire life (laughs) okay let's move away from the kardashians and let's move on to our favorite streaming service i don't know it's not my favorite but Netflix is allegedly.
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> there it is, Netflix. There it is. <laughs> Shade from the start. Sorry. Uh, well,
1: here's why. So they are allegedly starting to crack down on password sharing. They don't have a timeline for it yet, but they brought it up at a recent tech thing. I wasn't invited. That they are starting to monitor the password sharing. And that means that we're all going to have to get our own profiles uh, how, or how dare something.
2: You? How dare you, Netflix? I know. Like like so so what exactly does that mean? Are we are they gonna like run I like stop doing the user thing? Cause so it's am gonna be very devastated because I have my own user in my sister's account. So <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they have not said yet. They just said that they're monitoring it and working towards a solution because uh Netflix's profits, not to get too much into no money because boring. um but their profits have not been great and i think that's because everyone has the same profile and we're all just taking turns on it and (laughs) i am personally devastated because i got rid of netflix vowing to never watch it again and then stranger things came out and now i use my parents and i'm not gonna (laughs) get it again just for stranger things
2: i'm not (laughs) yeah i I mean i think that you know families should be able to use their Netflix like to share a Netflix account that's just life right you know like yeah, maybe though? don't give it maybe I don't mean- give it to your random friend that you talk to once uh, every once in a while but like really you're not gonna get to use your parents Netflix that's stupid
0: I wonder if they're I mean if they're gonna completely eliminate those options Ugh. like, the, like if you've got the like one user, two user, three user, four user within that you can mm-hmm. use, or if they're going to make it yeah. to where it's you for per email, it's only one person, no matter what. If they do that, that's going to be I think people are going to be ticked.
2: I just, yeah, I think that's not how Netflix is going to win the upcoming war of streaming. You know, that's not that's not going to it's that's not it. Making us all mad is not it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. If they did that, that would there be a lot of backlash.
1: Although there is a really fun game you can play. I've done this once before, and it was a blast. Change your Netflix password unexpectedly and wait to see who texts you about it because I swear to God, there are so many people <laughs> using your profile that you do not know about.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. I mean, yeah, I mean... the. Gabby, if you're listening to to this, don't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gabby, if you're listening to this, do that. That's so funny.
2: Oh, my God. I was just going to refuse to give me the new password. It's going to be upsetting. Ugh, no. Netflix needs, rather than, you know, bullying the people that are already actively (laughs) watching and supporting (laughs) and, you know, putting on their Instagram story all the love that they have for all the Netflix shows, maybe, Just you. Yeah, maybe maybe (laughs) that's just me, but whatever. Maybe don't cancel everything uh, that we love. Yeah, they do. Uh, okay, maybe I've got to agree with Jose here. Yeah. They
0: cancel stuff. Left
2: maybe, and right. maybe let us like be loyal by you know keeping the shows that we like on. I honestly
0: don't
1: even watch Netflix original series because I know that they're gonna get canceled in two seasons, and I don't yeah. want to get attached exactly. to it.
2: So you know, maybe rethink that strategy. Maybe mm. renew Selling Sunset. You know, I will say that <laughs> that's the reality TV plug to this topic. oh gosh you're also the
1: only person who watches that show
2: whatever heather heather ray young is dating tarko musa she's doing the work she has to do bring bring him bring him into the show you know he builds houses right that's what he does (laughs) Flipper (laughs) flop who knows i
1: I think he flips it not flops it so i think well he
2: can flip it and then she can sell it you know do a reboot i don't care do better netflix don't make us hate you there is a bunch of other streaming services coming into the fold very soon, so.
1: Just saying, I can watch Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off or Bake-Off or whatever it is on Disney Plus soon, so Netflix, I'm not going to need you. Oh, my gosh.
2: Mm. And
1: Clark that's the tea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh
1: my gosh. Okay, let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week because we could talk about things that we like on Netflix forever. In fact, I think that's just society now. So (laughs) um, my pop culture pick of the week, I will go first because I am hyped. It just happened today, which is Thursday. So if you're listening Friday, you've already listened to it a million times, I'm sure. Kesha just came out with her new single, Raising Hell, from her new album that's coming up, uh, High Road, and it is a bop. It's amazing. It's yes. old Kesha. So we're back to kind of the party tune. But we've got the soul of new Kesha. The video is awesome. It features her as a televangelist who kills her abusive husband and then goes on the run. It is awesome awesome. I've listened to it so many times today. It's already stuck in my head. I am looking forward to listening to it for the rest of my life because yes. I don't get new music ever.
2: <laughs> Anna, I love this side of you, you know, praising a pop queen makes me happy.
1: Oh, you know, I go am my Katie cat through and through. <laughs> I am here for a pop queen. So
2: yes.
1: Yes. so her so and Kesha that. putting out new music is the highlight of my week, which is sad. Continue with you guys. (laughs)
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) That was a
0: train
1: of thought thing there.
2: (laughs) I can't, I can't. Jameson, what is your pop culture pick of the week?
0: Okay, so mine in the spirit of streaming, um, it's Mm. a little dated, but is the rollout of Disney Plus and everything that they are going to have. So it's, uh, you know, talking about streaming networks that are going to crush. I mean, they are literally going to have every single thing that disney has made from television to the movies and like when i say the movies i mean things back from like the 40s so and they i can't believe they did this but they tweeted every single one of them and it was nuts so that alone is a pick of its own because that's I mean, the poor person who had to, you know, do that <laughs> and set all of those up—that's impressive. But the options that they have—it's—it's it's insane. So, super pumped about that.
2: Yes. Is there give, a big give one Disney that Plus you're is, give Disney Plus's Twitter intern a raise? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> is there
1: one in particular that you're looking forward to having streaming?
0: Oh, movie-wise. Yeah. It's the Sword in the Stone. Hundred percent.
1: Oh yeah, that is my favorite. Is good.
0: Yes, that's my favorite Disney movie. It's old school. I've loved it since I was a kid, and I, I've always had the problem of never being able to, to freaking find it. Yeah. because um, no one has it anywhere, but they, but now they will. So it's I'm, probably per you know persuading my decision there. But <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm excited for no. all the Disney Channel original content that they're yeah. gonna have all oh, yeah. of the movies that we grew up with. It's like mm-hmm. that's gonna be awesome. I'm excited.
1: I'm super excited for it too. I'm definitely gonna add on to like my fifty streaming services whenever it comes out because they've <laughs> made <right>. it
2: impossible. <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jose? Um, my pop culture pick of the week is actually a two-parter and also involves a pop queen. Like, yeah. why are our minds so entwined, yet we are so mm. different? <laughs> um, so uh, the first one is Selena Gomez. Obviously, you know, she has had quite a year. Yes. So uh, seeing her come back with uh, some new music and it's it's one of them is like the empowering uh, anthem uh, and then she also has a dance tune. So, you know, she's showing her range. Good job, Selena. And the second part of it is just, like, the darkness of the internet as usual. Um, wow. Haley Baldwin, you know, she... I, I just picture Haley Baldwin. She was just, like, chilling at her house, listening to music. And she stumbled upon this song by Summer Walker. It's called I'll Kill You. And it's about how, like, this woman is saying to another woman that she'll kill her if she gets in between her relationship and Uh, she just posted a screenshot of it literally like 10 minutes after Selena released her song that was kind of like hinting at Justin Bieber's and like their past together. So I just love that scandal, like how everyone was like, Haley responds to Selena <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. The internet's and, like, all over that. Did she do it? Maybe. But also I she could have just been. I think she did that on I mean, purpose. I post screenshots of the songs I'm listening to all the time but so like I guess that's why I think it was just an accident but maybe it was petty I don't know
1: Uh, she's like the petty queen so I think it was petty but I do think it's funny that everyone had to respond to it
2: Instagram is a plague but we will never stop using (laughs) it so you know keep keep doing your screenshots y'all you know it's fine
1: yeah just keep subtweeting people because we're not all adults and that's not pathetic at this point
2: I'm sorry okay <laughs> i don't think right, it was guys. a tweet so whatever
0: Just <laughs> so sub
1: instagram i guess <laughs> yeah. okay guys uh with that hot spicy spicy take do not forget to follow popculture.com we've got all your up-to-date news follow us on twitter i'm at anna rumor
2: i'm at J A Bastidas. and i'm
0: at jameson g brown
1: okay and if you want to toss on uh a review or a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, we would be very much appreciated if you wanted to give us five stars because that's kind. And doesn't the world need a little more kindness? I thought so. Five stars, five stars, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week.